What's up, everybody? Hope you guys are well. Here we are, the Fulfill My Destiny podcast. Pastor James Levesque, want to thank you for tuning in today and making us a part of your day. I want to talk about complacency. You know, I've often wondered and watched, like, from afar, how Christians handle, if you think about it, when, like, everything's stacked against us and it doesn't seem like there's going to be a way out. It feels like people thrive. The church in China, persecuted church, some of the most closed nations on earth now, Armenia. Yeah, most of the, you know, closed nations on the planet are like opening up. Has a lot to do with persecution and the church rising up. But yet at the same time, every revival we've looked at in America has like, you know, seemed to be ended by man. And I remember reading through the book of Acts. The book of Acts is incredible. The Holy Spirit is poured out. God's moving so powerfully. And, like, you go through the book of Acts, legit, like, Acts, you know, Acts 5 is about five years after. Acts 10 is about 10 years after. Acts, you know, 20, you know, we're talking about over 25 years of consistent revival and awakening. And it's crazy to me because I don't know if we've seen, maybe Argentina probably, I don't know if we've seen something that like that. Where people just, it God, you know, we didn't end up messing it up. Options are hard. Like, but here's the deal. You can't have reward without options. You know, in our lives, you don't get reward unless you're faced with making the alternative choice. It's like we want the reward, but we don't want the sacrifice of making the right choice. And I'm telling you, yet in all of this, God is going to release, like, we're going to see a measure of the Spirit's demonstration and power like we've never seen. But it's really going to be to a generation that in the midst of a thousand voices, they're choosing one. In the midst of, you know, a million different impressions, they can continue for the one. Because we haven't historically known how to handle options. We haven't known how to handle what do you do in the face of there's more than one choice. And we need to be empowered for that. We need to, I mean, look, the bottom line is there's still two trees in the garden, quote unquote, right? In the garden, there was a tree. You couldn't eat off that tree. You have to eat off this tree. People still today struggle with choices and decisions. You don't eat off that tree. You eat off this tree. You don't make this choice. You make this choice. Let's keep in perspective. Like this walk with God is a narrow road, right? The narrow road is really what we should have called this narrow road. The narrow road is like the way to life right but yet the bible says few find it the broad road the bible says leads to destruction and that's where most people were going to go so if we know that's true if we know it's a narrow road we know it's a road that few people find and i don't believe it's because you know god doesn't want you to find it i think here we are with options and most people can't choose the right one if that's the case then why are people fighting so hard to keep the road broad If we know it's a narrow road, then why are we trying to fit in with the broadness of everybody else? If we know it's a narrow road, then why why do we fight so hard? Why do Christians fight so hard to keep the road open, right? I remember getting born again, and nobody had to sit down with me and say, hey, you shouldn't curse, you shouldn't, you know, drink, you shouldn't do these things, you shouldn't do drugs, like fornicate, whatever. Like, I just, when I got saved, I wanted to live clean. Like, this is the natural response to flame, and then I like, I, I remember the Wednesday, it was a Wednesday night service. I must have just got saved. We're having like a board meet, or the church had some weird like members meeting after the Wednesday service. I don't even know why I was in the room. 
and one of these elders that like this is a dude bro you know like tongue talker hands up in worship and really looked up to the guy and he's sitting here like confessing to the church that i don't even think he thought it was confessing i think we were talking about the building fund he's like yeah i've been going to the casino just hoping for something big or you know and and just getting some scratch offs and i'm thinking what dude like i mean this is a dude that literally had a problem with gambling and i'm just saying i was so young in faith i remember going oh my gosh like we really don't have that life here you know what i'm saying like people just do whatever like everyone's interpretation of holiness is different that was a hard thing to understand and i don't think he was free knowing his life seeing him now he definitely wasn't free but it was it was a shocker to think that people would put their trust in anything but god if you're if you're believing for finances for a building fund or whatever you don't go to the casino you don't go to scratch offs you know what i mean like that's just crazy but i was so young in the lord and i just it was like a real well, it was like santa's not real you know it was a real rude awakening because i thought man people don't really live this why are we trying to broaden the road why why when i fought really hard to get rid of all these things in my life christians are, are fighting to keep right it's like drinking like yo i don't do it i don't think it's right i think it's very the bible is very clear about it like we, we can't be doing this stuff but a lot of people i know do and that's on them but it's like everyone that does like even smith wigglesworth said i've never seen anybody that could give themselves occasionally to intoxicating drink and have the fullness of the spirit in their life you know I remember John Kilpatrick talking about a lot of his pastoral constituents. And he said, you know, it's like I can't point to you and say it's sin, but I could point to you and show you that you're missing areas of God in your life. And I'm telling you that when most people I know probably don't feel this way. Well, most do. Well, some don't. But my point is, then don't explain it away. Like everybody's bringing attention to it. Like I could go out to dinner with someone and they order something and they're constantly commenting what they order. It's like, I'm not doing nothing to you. If you're so free, then why are you keep talking about this? But we all know we're talking about something that could, that kills lives or we're talking about something that is, you know, destructive. Do I think one glass of whatever is, is a sin you're going to hell? Of course not. You know, that's not what we're talking about, but that's why you flee from appearance of these things. I've watched ministers who who were, quote, free because they drank. And the end of the day, I've watched young people fall off a cliff because they watched them and thought it was OK. But my point is, why? Why are we even why are we even near the door of the broad? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we even like the complacency is ugly? And there's going to be a reward, a greater reward for a generation that in the midst of a million options, they're choosing one. And it's the Lord. You wouldn't need dead religion. If we all listen to the Holy Spirit, you're good. Because that's what holiness is. Holiness is not you following my set of rules. Holiness is listening to what the Holy Spirit's telling you. And for people, it could be different, right? You could have somebody in the old days that thought bowling was a sin and you could be in a bowling league. I'm not knocking whatever you think you're supposed to do. I think it's dangerous when we start running around on any. I'm not talking about essentials and non-essentials. I'm talking about any other area. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. But most people can't even do that. They don't let the Holy Spirit speak to them because they're so consumed with trying to get close to the broad. I don't want the broad. I want the narrow road. I want the road of holiness. I want the road of revelation and power. I want the road of breakthrough, signs and wonders. Like that's the road I want to live on. And so when we, you know, when we make that decision that it's going to be a narrow road, I promise you everything in your life begins to change because of that road. All right, that's it for today. Sorry the episode was up uploaded a little bit late. It's been a wild week, but uh, we'll see you Friday. Be blessed.